You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 20, titled... Donald Makes a Bad Scar. Welcome everyone, this is Jim, and it's time for another edition of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Bill, what is one word to describe this past half hour that you watched from Gamer's Little Playground? I would say foofle. Okay, interesting. And I'll explain why when we get to it. (laughs) So let's start off the half hour with you talking about Scar's Ghost some more. Yeah, so... Uh, as we last, or last that I left, um, Simba was afraid to face Scar's ghost, and he ran away. So uh, everyone is looking for him, and Timon was right. He's at their their usual or their old hangout place. Simba thinks he hears his father, but instead it's Ghost Scar again. And then Sora, Donald, Goofy come. And they try to talk to him, try to get him, you know, to go and fight back. And Simba's like, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I, I want to be like my dad. And then this, this shows you how good of friends, you know, these three are, or at least we think they are. Because as they leave, they all start talking. Oh, what a king he is. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't go back. Scared of an old ghost, though. And then Ghost Scar, excuse me, Ghost Scar pops up, and Simba tackles it and disappears. Wait, you're missing out the best part of that. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there was something. So Ghost Scar appears, and it's Sora's voice, and then Goofy's voice, and then... The most absurd one is Donald's voice. They're pretending they're Ghost Scar's voice right. to provoke Simba. And, you know, you would think Simba's smart enough where he would be like, you know what? That sounds like a duck. That doesn't <laughs> sound like Scar. The other two I could kind of buy. Whatever. Okay. But that Donald voice is so distinguishable. Yeah. How do you not know that it's Donald? Exactly. So, he gets rid of Ghost Scar, and then Timon runs in and says that there's, like, a billion more Ghost Scars at the Pride Lands, and everybody has left except for Nala. Mm -hmm. So, they start running, and then we see that, well, Nala's not the only one that stayed. Pumbaa stayed. But Pumbaa is scared. Right. And then... Uh, the guys come back, and then Simba's there, and Simba beats Ghost Scar a second time, and then we see all these different, like, black and white spots flying. 
all around. And we and it's like this it's the heartless. So the battle is this big animal like heartless. I assume that it's a yeah, I guess I was gonna say assume it's supposed to be a lion, but I mean there's yeah. reasons to not believe it to be a lion because it has these weird things I think on its back and on its yeah, it's very strange. And what's kind of funny is Sora has the keyblade in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And it, like when he talks, I'm thinking like, wait, how is he talking clearly with, <laughs> with the blade, you know, with the keyblade in his mouth? So they eventually beat it. And well, I guess everything's back to normal, even though it still looks gray. And um, Simba wants them to come back real soon. And that's the end of Pride Lands. We're done with the Pride Lands. And Ghost Scar. And Ghost Scar. Um, you know what, Jim? I'm gonna I'm gonna change my one word okay. from foofle yeah. to misleading. Okay. Because not only was the the thing with Simba kind of misleading, like, oh, he's scared. But this next part <laughs> Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm just going to say it now. When I die, if, if I end up in hell, this is the song that will be played in hell. <laughs> because we're back at Atlantica. There it is. <laughs> and they are doing a musical number for Ariel and Prince Eric's wedding. In fairness... They have been preparing for this musical for an awful long time at this point in this game. There's been more changes to it than the Spider-Man musical. That's probably true. <laughs> so, they're singing, they're dancing, and just when I thought, you know, maybe, maybe the next time we do the Board of Love and Hate, maybe Ariel goes down the list. She stays up at number one again because when she does the song, she introduces them as Donald, Goofy, and Sora. I did not. I missed that. How dare you, Ariel? Wow. How dare you? But. She broke protocol. Yep, she did. Look, the ambulances are coming for her if you hear that in the background. <laughs> they don't take kindly to, those, to the, that in this here part of yeah, the game. I'm, yeah, how dare she? But anyway, um, although, to be fair, Donald did get his one part in the song, <laughs> so can't be too upset about that. You know who else got a part in the song? Technically? Oh, the king. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He was, it was speaking, was like, but it... Ariel, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> and then, here's the other part where I'm going to say it's misleading. Mm-hmm. Because during the song, and I don't remember the exact lyrics, but they mention how Ariel is marrying her first love. And this is such a mislead to young kids of, you fall in love with the first person you love, and you can end up marrying that person. (laughs) What a bunch of crap. 
So after they perform that number, um, they kind you know they have to leave. They can't stay for the wedding, but you know they kind of wish them good luck. Oh, you don't want to talk about how Donald Duck says that he wants to sing more lines. <laughs> he got enough. <laughs> <laughs> but we do get the prettiest sight of the entire game, the Atlantica card. <laughs> it's over. It's finally over, people. Now, were you surprised because, or did at this point, like, did you expect another Atlantica section or no? Honestly, I kind of did. Because you I, didn't see the card at that point, right? I, I kind of thought, because they had done the number, and I thought, okay, maybe they're going to either do the wedding or they're going to come back for the wedding. I that That's where I thought it was going. Okay. Until you saw the title card, then you were like, that's it. Yep. Okay. All right. So now we go back to uh, Traverse Town. And there's Merlin and Sid working a, on the computer. What a shock. Once again, Bill gets the name wrong. It's Sid. C-I-D. It's not Traverse Town, Bill. Oh, Twilight. No. No. <laughs> Why can't you ever do this? It's <laughs> Hollow Bastion. You know, I didn't say it right away because I was like, you know what, he's going to fix himself. But then when you started going on about the characters, like, no, he's not going to fix himself. Where are they? They're in Hollow Bastion. They are? Yes. Hmm. They've never been... Uh, Sid and Leon and all of them have never been in Twilight Town. Twilight Town was... Hainer, Pence, and Olette. Oh, the kids. Okay. Yeah. And Roxas. That's right. And and the people and the and the shadows, the dust that stole the word that one time. <laughs> you people try do three video games in a row. See how you remember all this stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of worlds but, in this, to be fair. But anyway, Sid is on the computer. And I didn't get a chance to make fun of Sid the first time we had him, or, you know, he was in a scene because I kind of forgot. <sighs> he is the definition of white redneck. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, I've been doing the computer if it wasn't for the old man here. Who did he? What, what do you think Sid's hobbies are based on the voice like it's interest in hobbies uh truck driving mm -hmm. tabasco spitting tobacco or tobacco spinning tobacco chewing uh working on the farm <laughs> and probably watching nascar <laughs> all right so he's over there he's on the computer mm -hmm. and basically they're trying to help Leon because Leon is still at where Ansem's office. Correct. And, and the, and the computer storage area. So they're near Tron and 
you know, they they eventually do go. And I love the message on the computer. <laughs> and it's like, incompetent user, MCP forever. <laughs> I'm like, wow, incompetent user. <laughs> I might have to, if, if I remember that, I'll have to use it. You start using it in your everyday terminology? Yes. Listen, you incompetent user. <laughs> oh, man. So, that will be just like person I don't know for dates again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, person I don't know. Okay, so they do meet um, Leon eventually. And basically, MCP is trying to take control of tron and the universe he's in basically so they're working it's kind of like back and forth between sid and leon where they're kind of working on getting this disc made yes and this disc is going to help tron and that entire world so Sora, Donald, and Goofy decide that they're they want to go back to help Tron. And Leon decides to go for the disc, um, leaving the girl alone, basically in charge of the other computer. Mm-hmm. And and I kinda thought to myself, Oh, what if something happened here? Which Nothing did really happen. No. So Leon eventually reaches or gets to Sid. He gets the disc. And then he makes another comment about um, Merlin. And Merlin's like, I'm, I don't believe this. I'm so um, Sora, Donald, Goofy, they get back to the Tron world. And they look to see if the program is all right, which it is. And then they go to help Tron and Tron is battling what I assume to be virtual heartless. Well, it's the heartless of that, of that world. I mean, let's face it. You go through kingdom hearts and you realize that for whatever reason, heart, there are different heartless in different worlds that adapt to what they are in to fit into that world. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you remember, like, in the Beauty and the Beast world, Beast Castle, mm-hmm. there's statues that turn into Heartless. In, right. Um, in, in Agrabah, it's like Swordsman Desert Heartless. Yeah. This one, it's in a computer, so they're digital heartless. So mm-hmm. They are whatever world they're in, basically. Yeah. So they help Tron out, and they're able to beat it, and then they explain to Tron what's going on and how MCP is trying to take things over. And the computer back in the real world is talking, and he's like, you can't destroy me you will be blocked don't try and the disc gets put in meanwhile Sora, Donald and Goofy join Tron to 
get to this station, this kind of portal. And as they're doing it, more heartless come in and they fight. And something I noticed, which was very, very odd, and, I, and, and again, I had not seen it in this game, is how um, there's a weight issue. And what I mean by that is you could only have so much weight on this floating machine that if there's too much weight, it's basically going to break down and be destroyed. Okay. Which I found very interesting. So it kind of makes trying to beat them even quicker a more interesting task. Mm -hmm. And as they're fighting, that is where the 30 minutes end. Okay. You didn't mention anything about the three fairies, by the way. Oh, God. Yeah, Okay, so, <laughs> all right, so they're, so we find out, or they find out, that the whole thing about Leon giving them or treasure was a lie. Thanks a lot, Donald. And they want to take everything from Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and then that's where the word "foofle" comes from. Is this scene? Because interesting. So you know, wait, hold on, hold on. The first word that you gave me. You forgot the scene that <laughs> it came from. <laughs> I was so excited talking about, you know, Sid and what he does in his life. And and the musical. Yes. And, and Ghost musical. Scar. Yes. And I didn't mean to do it, but... Um, so they gave them a chest. Even yeah. though they kind of lied to the fairies. They gave them a chest to help them out which was kind of weird mm -hmm. so yeah that wait was what about the word foofle so it was kind of like they're like that one fairy's way of saying like oh darn or crap oh okay yeah you're right this scene is very weird because originally these three who are from Final Fantasy X2, mm -hmm. but not in fairy form in Final Fantasy X2. They're normal people. I have no idea why. Because, okay, look. So, see, uh, we've talked about this. Sid and Leon and Aerith, they're all from Final Fantasy games as well. But they're regular people. Right. I think one of the people... Cause I, I'll, I'll say this right now. I have not played every Final Fantasy game. At all. I, there's a lot of Final Fantasy games that I have not played. But if you remember from the beginning of this game, when it was Roxas and uh, there was... We remember Cypher, the one yeah. that called them lamers or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But then there was another person called Sets... Or was it Setzer that I'm thinking of? I think it might have been sets. Well, they both exist, but one of them is apparently from a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Again, okay, maybe a kid, and maybe they weren't a kid in the Final Fantasy game, but still a person. Mm -hmm. Why are these three fairies? <laughs> I never understood that. And they're 
mission here, if you if you remember, was you meet up with them and Donald lies about Leon having treasure, and we kind of get a hint that maybe they're aligned with Maleficent. Mm-hmm. We've never seen them with Maleficent before, but because one of the fairies got her mouth covered and you could hear her say Maleficent, makes yep. us think that. Yeah. Donald lies, and now they're found out, and they're going to take all of Sora's treasure, but Sora says he doesn't have any, which is probably not true. Yeah. Um, so then they're like, okay, well, we had talked to Leon, and we we think you're on the good side, so here you go. What what was your entire mission this whole time then? Yeah. What was gonna be your mission with Maleficent first of all? Because if you if you I mean let's let's be honest here. I mean we're episode twenty I believe in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Maleficent at this point it's safe to say not the major threat in the game. She's kind of an afterthought at this point. She's looking for a house. That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. We started off with her being, you know, um, with her being remembered by the three fairies in Yen Sid's tower. Right. And then she went on to Timeless River to try to get the cornerstone of light mm-hmm. uh, because that would make Disney Castle in darkness and her new home. That didn't work out. Then what did she do? She resurrected Oogie Boogie? Is that yeah. the next thing she did? Yep, she did. Right, and then she appears at our halfway point, our episode 13, Yeah. where she comes in to help Sora, and again she says that what was the terminology is Kingdom Hearts. Uh, a, a place of of a strong dominion shall be my dominion. So again, mm-hmm. still just looking for a house. Yeah. That's Maleficent's role for this game. Hey, I'm looking for a house. Can you name me anything that I missed that she was in this whole game at this point? Nope. So, so my assumption here is the three fairies were going to try to help her find a house. Yeah. But I don't think they have a plan. How are they going to get a house? Who knows? What about Scar's ghost? Does he want a house? <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, Bill, where can people find you before we get some theories and predictions? Alright, uh, you all can find me on Twitter at House of Bill and find me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. As for me, you can follow me at That's Podcasting on Instagram and Twitter and That's Podcasting.com. Bill, do you have any theories or predictions? Will Maleficent find a house? I'm going to say I hope. I hope she does. And I hope she gets it at a reasonable price. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other predictions or theories? Um, I think we're going to get something big happening in the Tron world in the next episode. Um, I think maybe Tron comes out of that world. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. We'll catch you next time.